0: Okay, so now we've established who the runners and riders are. Let's actually engage with how you win this race. And the key to the White House is to win the 270 electoral Mm. college votes on offer. That becomes the magic number. And as our upper six students will now be well aware, the key battleground states is where this race will be won and lost. And those key battleground states include? For example, we've got Pennsylvania, we've got Michigan, mm. Wisconsin, and the sunshine state, Florida. Of course. And it is winning those states, therefore, that will be the key to this election. And what's quite interesting over the last few weeks is to look where the candidates have actually spent their time. Mm. So Trump has been spending quite a lot of time in Ohio. Really? Now, that would be of somewhat concern for Trump supporters because that is a state that he won well last mm. time and you would expect him to win well
1: again. Does he have a golf course there? Somewhere? I'm not
0: sure he has a golf course <laughs> there, actually, no. But I, he, I'm not sure he's got the record. I think that's Kim Jong-un who has the record <laughs> for having played the best round of golf ever. Of course. Um, but on the subject of golf, actually, I'll just come back to that, that my tip for the president in <laughs> 2028 is Tiger Woods. So I've said it before. Put your money on that.
1: Oh, I shall hold you to that.
0: So Trump has been spending some time in Ohio. Um, what's been quite interesting is Florida is both the candidates again have been spending time. Um, These are the states, therefore, that Donald Trump must win if he is to win the election. These are the ones that he won last time, Mm. whereas Hillary Clinton failed Mm. to do so. So that is the magic number 270. The battleground states are where we uh, should be looking for as to the candidates spending their time. Mm. But what happens, Dr. McKenzie, if nobody reaches that magic number?
1: Well, happily, the US Constitution has already anticipated this potential problem. Um, If there's no winner... The Constitution gives power to the House of Representatives, which is one House of Congress, to choose the president by ballot. If uh, you're interested in reading the Constitution, you'll find that, of course, in Article 2, Section 1, as our uh, US uh, politics students will undoubtedly know. Um, It's been modified by the 12th Amendment. Um, So the House of Reps um, chooses the president by ballot. Um, In the House, each state delegation votes in a block So this means that all of those representatives from California, for example, will have to group together, come to some kind of an agreement and have one vote per state. Um, The Senate also has a role to play. They're responsible for choosing the vice president if there is no outright winner. Now, this type of... um, contingent election is incredibly rare there hasn't been uh, even a hint of this really since the 1800s but the founding fathers foresaw the need to have some kind of a plan b um something else to think about i suppose in terms of if there's going to be any impact on this uh, election result is of course the other elections that are taking place on the same day we've got congressional elections now Every two years, the whole of the House is up for re-election. And a third of all Senate seats are up for election as well. Uh, Now, at the moment, of course, we know that the House of Representatives is held by Democrats. The Senate is just held with a slim majority by the Republicans. Um, We're anticipating, I think, or commentators are anticipating that the House will be held by the Democrats. And they're predicting that it may well result in the Senate falling to the Democrats, too, because they only need to get three or four seats. And the majority, about 25 seats, um, are Republican, and they are all up for election this time round. So what's going to happen? Are we going to have a Democrat House plus a Democrat Senate plus a Democrat president? Who knows? Well,
0: I don't want to be uh, so slightly morbid, but also with the age of the potential candidates, (laughs) Mm. one does have to factor in whether indeed they would last a term from the health situation. Mm. So what would happen, therefore, if Donald Trump, if re-elected or Joe Biden won the election, but couldn't see out their term?
1: Well, then it would fall to the vice president to assume power. Um, Now, the vice presidents really perform a role as president-in-waiting. Uh, electors elect these um, individuals on a joint ticket so president plus vice president so there's some electoral mandate for a vice president there Um, in this particular race with the age of the presidents does this make the vice presidents even more important are they more likely to actually assume office than they ever have been before and that then begs the question would america really be ready for a woman of color to be president
0: Well, at least there are no flies on her. So we know that, therefore, let's say that winning in these uh, key swing states, and another big factor, as we're aware of, is the significance of money. Now, it has been calculated that this uh, presidential election is going to cost over £5 billion. (laughs) Uh, money coming in, record money coming in for the Democrats currently. Um, a reaction, therefore, from the Adelsons, who are the mm. casino owners, who invested in a super PAC, uh, Preserve America, which is just they donated £75 million to the Trump campaign. Mm. Um, by my calculations, I think you could probably build, what, a 100-metre pool
1: for, uh, <laughs> for that kind of money? And, of course, you'd expect to see a decent weight selection in there. You certainly do. Free weights all the way. Good.